But this is basically when you have emotions kind of underneath the surface bottle that you just can't get it out. And you might just need some tools and some techniques to be able to just kind of be able to let those emotions out and to process them. Welcome to Intentional Living with Atusa. In this podcast, we talk about all topics of self-development, how to feel better, how to strengthen your mindset and your relationships, how to succeed in your goals, and more importantly, how to create a fulfilling and intentional life for yourself that is true to you. If you want to see me face-to-face as I'm talking, you can search up Intentional Living with Atusa on YouTube as well. Hi friends, welcome back. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how to process your emotions. If you're someone who after something big happens, you tend to tell yourself that you're okay and you tend to kind of push down the emotions, maybe bottle it up, maybe avoid it, run away from it. This video is for you. I want to show you a really effective technique to be able to let the emotions out really process it so that you can let go of the tension that you're holding on to and you can have more peace in your life. So recently I've actually been dealing with a breakup and right when it happened I was sad for two days and then afterwards I was just kind of like I'm okay like I thought that I've gone over it. I didn't think it was that big of a deal since I'm like we're both alive we're both just living our own lives it's just something that has ended and it's complete But the relationship has been going on for five years and I realized that normally people would have strong emotions towards that. So that was kind of my first hint as to maybe I actually do need to still process some emotions. I also started to just keep myself busy afterwards with really getting into committing with my business, really getting into my like gym routine, my eating habits, um, talking to friends and family and reconnecting a lot more with them. And what I know as a life coach, I know that's also signs of people just kind of avoiding their emotions and avoiding slowing down enough to just kind of be alone with themselves, really process those emotions. So I kind of was conscious of it, but I did continue that for a little while. And for the past two months, I've had this uh, kind of like tension or twitch in my eye because like I do tend to hold some tension either in my eye or my eyebrow area and my muscles just facial muscles get really tense or yeah like have some sort of twitch sometimes when I am stressed but if you were to ask me on a regular like day-to-day basis if I'm stressed I would say no like I genuinely did not feel stressed on the surface like I was okay with things. I'm happy with my life. I'm taking like day by day. It was going really well. Those are just like some of the signs that I know personally that there's probably something underneath that needs to come out. I heard the term for the first time, emotional constipation from Rob Dial's podcast. But this is basically when you have emotions kind of underneath the surface bottle that you just can't get it out. And you might just need some tools and some techniques to be able to just kind of be able to let those emotions out and to process them. Because for some of us, it's harder than others. For the longest time, like whenever something traumatic would happen in my past, in my childhood, I know that this is the way that I deal with things. I kind of would just feel like I'm completely fine afterwards, even though it's something pretty big. And then I realized that it's just kind of showing up in other areas of my life and that I'm kind of um, holding on to a lot of tension there. It's not just kind of resolved because I'm avoiding it. So I did realize that I needed to sit down and actually face my emotions. So that is exactly what I did, even though it was uncomfortable, even though I was kind of afraid of facing the emotions. But I knew that emotions are just harmless. It's usually not as bad as you think once you sit down and deal with it. So 
I really use this technique that I'm going to show you on how to get those emotions out. And it made a huge difference in being able to kind of be have this like sense of peace and not feel like I need to constantly keep busy to avoid my thoughts, my feelings or just being alone. Before I get into technique, I kind of want to distinguish how would you know if you actually process an emotion or an event. So how do you know if you're actually okay after something happens and that just generally did not affect you that much? Or how do you know if you are just kind of pushing those emotions down and if you've actually not been processing those emotions? You will know if you've processed your emotions, if you can talk in depth into what happened without having kind of like a flood of emotions come out. So this is kind of like the analogy that also Rob Dahl uses is emotional diarrhea. So basically just everything kind of comes out or you just kind of start to get this like flood of maybe shame or anger or embarrassment or whatever, like fear, whatever negative emotions that you were kind of holding on to when you've actually processed your emotions from an event when you talk about it you could still not like it you could still kind of like maybe be upset by it but it's not an overly emotional response you've kind of like accepted it and you're more at peace with it with what happened but to even know that whether you are going to have that really big emotional response or not you do need a way of just being able to get whatever emotions are in there out to make that judgment in the first place. So that's been a lot of times my problem. Like I genuinely just think that I'm completely fine after something happened. And sometimes I have to like keep telling myself, it's okay if you feel like upset by this, it's okay to be angry. It's okay to have feelings towards this. I'm not above having events affect me. So like, I just kind of have to remind myself and kind of tell myself that it's okay to feel emotions and not suppress them. As we're going through this technique, I want you to know that yes, it is uncomfortable to sit down and face your emotions, especially if you have a lot of shame around what happened. Shame tends to be one of the bigger ones that we kind of tend to avoid and we think that we're terrible people because of something we've done. It's usually not as bad as we think it is, especially if we get it out and talk about it with someone we trust and maybe get some different perspective from it. But I want you to know that until you get those emotions out, you are holding to a lot of just tension and you are going to have things like you're going to have it show up negatively in other areas of your life. Maybe the way that you react, you might overreact in another area of your life because you're kind of just holding on to some stuff that has happened to you in the past. Your life won't be really fully at peace and have that calmness until you are able to let these emotions out. So I want you to know that it is worth it to go through these exercises. So there's really two methods that I found that has worked really well for me. The first one, I'm not going to get too much into it because it's therapy and we all kind of know how therapy works because I know that I tend to deal with my emotions this way of thinking that, oh, I'm just fine. I did go to therapy for a year just to really discuss and talk through some of the events that had happened in my past that I still was holding some shame, some guilt, some embarrassment around so that I can kind of let go of those things and be able to process those events and be able to let go of that tension. So that the more that I talked about it and the more that my therapist did not make me feel like it was the worst thing in the world, the better that I got 
at being able to really talk through those events without feeling really negative emotions towards it. Before something that would make me really get emotional and want to cry when I talk about it, even though it's happened like years and years and years ago, that is a sign that it's not really processed. But if I talk about it again now, it just does not feel, even though like, yeah, I still don't like that event maybe, but it's just something that's already happened. It's something that's given me perspective. It's led me to where I am right now and I've kind of accepted it. Now, the second technique that has been really effective in being able to get all the emotions out, and this is what I've used the most recently with my breakup to be able to get my emotions out, has been the five-part love letter technique by John Gray. And this I learned for the first time in his book, Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus. It is an amazing relationship book. I cannot recommend it enough. But this technique, you can really use it for anyone in your life, whether that's your intimate relationships, your family members, your friendships, your colleagues. The love letter technique is basically you writing a letter that goes through the five emotions, anger, sadness, fear, regret, and love. So you don't actually have to send these letters to anyone. You don't ever have to read it. You definitely can if you want to, especially if it's your intimate relationships, especially if it's your family members or your friends, but it helps you get your emotions out with whatever situation is happening with anyone. So with this five letter technique, you basically address the letter to the person that you that situation has happened to. And then with the first step, you go through your emotions of anger. So it gives you some prompts to be able to start off the sentence with what you want to say. So you can say, I don't like it when this is that, or I feel frustrated. I am angry that I feel annoyed. So really just figuring out how to get those emotions of anger that you have out of there because sometimes especially for women I think we kind of substitute anger with other emotions and we can't really get the anger out and with men it tends to be sometimes the opposite where they substitute a lot of other emotions and then they can all they feel mostly is anger and I just want you to know to go through this technique even if you feel like you don't really have that much of an emotional uh, response to that event because this technique is to show you if whether that's actually true if you've actually processed it because when I sat down to write down this letter I was like like really trying to dig into it if in the beginning and try to see like what am I angry about I don't feel that angry and, and then it started to come up the second one is to go into your feelings of sadness so these are some of the prompts that you can use I feel disappointed I am sad that I feel hurt, I wanted, and you can write two sentences for each paragraph. The next step is fear. So some of the prompts that you can use, I feel worried, I am afraid, I feel scared, I don't want, I need. And then you're gonna write the two sentences about how you feel regarding those emotions. And then the fourth step is with regret. So I feel embarrassed, I am sorry, I feel ashamed, I didn't want. And then the last thing that you're going to do is write down your emotions for love. So I love, I appreciate, I thank you for, I understand, I forgive, I know, my heart wishes. <laughs> and by the end of this love letter technique, I was like crying and I was like, okay, <laughs> it's out. And it is hard. It sounds weird, but sometimes it is hard to just get your emotions out and this emotional constipation is a real struggle. Once you've written your love letter, 
afterwards you're gonna say that p.s the response i want from you is so you basically say the response that you want to hear from that person if you were to actually read this love letter and you want to do this whether you share it or not because this way this will show the other person what response you're looking for if you are not going to share with them. It might just give you some closure to that situation. If you really do want to try this technique, I really recommend you Googling the five part love letter by John Gray so that you can have that format to go through. If you do end up trying this love letter technique, reach out to me and let me know how it worked for you. I generally want to know how your process was through it, how you feel afterwards. And if you do feel that sense of peace after you've tried it. You can always comment your response or reach out to me on Instagram at coachatusa, C-O-A-C-H-A-T-O-O-S-A. And I will see you next week with another episode. Bye.